I'm Health Coach Heather, and you are listening to episode 104, An Environment Conducive to Health. You're listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, hosted by Health Coach Heather master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn practical coaching tips, parenting advice, nutrition and exercise suggestions, and stress reducers to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Come listen to all the Healthy Families Row podcast episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Heather Mitchell, health coach Heather, ready to take on another week with you guys as we head into 2022. I hope that your New Year's was really, really special. I know mine was this year. This was the first time, like I said, in like 15 years that I've ever been to any kind of celebration for the New Year's at any kind of party. I never stay up. I always focus and prioritize my sleep and my health, and I just always have. Um, But this time I didn't. This time I stayed up. I still didn't eat sugar. Believe it or not, I am still sugar-free since December 19th, which is exciting. But today is the hubby's birthday. And although he requested a Chantilly cake from Whole Foods, those are the best cakes. I called Whole Foods. They said it's a no-go lots of uh, staff shortages. It's interesting to drive around and see all the signs for help wanted everywhere you go. And the hardest part about that is there are people who want to work, but there are people who don't want to get vaccinated or wear a mask in order to work. And I can't say I blame them. Knowing what I know about health and nutrition and wellness and being in the holistic field myself, um, I don't blame them. So this is a very interesting time to watch these mandates come down hard on people and watch people lose their rights and privileges to work and earn a living for their family because of their own accountability to their own health freedom and their own agency. So that's my perspective on all of that. And sorry if that offends or makes people think a little bit less of me, but I got to stay true to who I am and I want you to stay true to who you are too. And I want to be able to love and respect each other no matter where we sit on the spectrum of this choice to vaccinate or to not vaccinate, to wear a mask or to not wear a mask. I want to respect you. And in turn, I want that respect from you, not a division between us, because dividing people, as we know, makes everyone, including the entire country, a lot weaker, which is not where we want to be, folks. Trust me on that one. But here we are, I got off topic, we're coming into the new year, and I want to help you to create an environment conducive to change. What does that mean? What do you want to change in your life? Before I really get into that topic, though, man, this week has been very filled (laughs) with some really great stuff. I have my wellness workshop week going on right now. 
If you didn't get into Wellness Workshop Week, darn, you missed out on like the live presentations. But if you would like to jump in now and just see the replays, we will include a link to that in the show notes as well. Because I'm telling you, I have spent so many hours mentoring under some really good naturopaths and learning so much about the body. These workshops I'm teaching, they aren't your basic what what I'm teaching you here on the podcast. We go so much deeper in Wellness Workshop Week. I mean, I give you like these these tools to use, not just um, non-tangible tools, but tools actually that you can purchase and buy that are going to be like amazing for your health and your wellness. So there's so many things I include in Wellness Workshop Week that I just don't include here on the podcast. It might be worth it just for you to go and learn more deeper intimately about your hormones and the body and uh, the pancreas and the organs in your body, just a little bit deeper than we go here. And also just some stuff you can purchase to help some of your organs and your hormones out. So want you to go check that out if you're interested in that. But it's been a whole heck of a lot of fun for me to spend like basically my whole day just studying and researching and listening to these um, amazing doctors, these mentors I have who are teaching me some deep, amazing things about the body. And I get to in turn share that with you guys during Wellness Workshop Week. So there's that. But on with the show today. What habits have you been keeping around that have been just there, just stuck there because you haven't made the changes necessary to your environment to help you change and get to your ultimate goals and desires as far as your health goes and your mental health too. So here are some pointers on how to create a positive environment and a climate that is conducive to change. Number one, you have to control your environment. Controlling your environment means equipping it with everything you need to succeed in implementing the change that you want. It is more than removing temptations. That is part of it, yes. But it's about replacing old habits with new, more effective ones. For example, try setting an alarm on your phone for reminders to fuel your body and drink water and practice mindfulness. How many of you out there are honestly doing a meditation practice daily or trying some breath work or doing some stress relieving techniques? You can go back and listen to my episode on scribbling, scribbling out emotions is what it's called. But how many of you are actually putting alarms in your phone to remind you to do those things? Putting alarms in your phone to remind you to do your self-care as far as maybe infrared light therapy or a massage or playing the piano or the guitar or practicing an instrument or just developing a talent. How many of you are scheduling that in your calendar? If we want to create positive changes and positive environments, we must do the actions to make it happen. If you want to control the clutter in your house, You need to put it in your calendar to work on a corner of your house and start organizing and simplifying and minimalizing. Number two, try task association. Task association is a way to train your brain to complete a task automatically. You could light 
a scented candle, or I prefer diffusing, at night while practicing mindfulness. Each time you do, your mind will associate that task with the scent. So if at night at a certain time, I start diffusing maybe a lavender blend essential oil and do like a nighttime routine to wind my mind down and I read a book and do some yoga and stretching, I'm going to associate that smell every time I diffuse that with that specific task and that will just trigger my brain to do that automatically. This can also be practiced in other ways. For example, if you frequently eat at your desk, why don't you remove all snacks from your desk to associate your desk as a place of work and not eat? I got to throw my dad under the bus a little bit here because he he does listen to this podcast. Um, So dad, if you're listening, I go into my parents' house and every time I go in there, there's snacks next to the couch. Well, this last time I went in, There were snacks next to the couch, but this time they were organized into a nice pretty basket, like a big basket. (laughs) And I'm not saying to do that, to organize your bad habits, to make them look better for the public eye, right? I'm saying get rid of the snacks. Don't put them next to your couch because that triggers your brain to eat every time you sit on your couch and turn on Netflix. We got to get rid of the habit. So we get that out. And we, we set up the environment conducive to just relaxation, watching a show without needing to eat all the junk food. Okay, the next thing I would say to do is to establish a support system. All of these tasks are actually more challenging when you don't have support. You want to continue to build your health bubble and promote wellness by sharing your journey with your loved ones, with your community, tell them what you're doing. When you involve yourself more in health and you kind of put it out there to other people, it inspires other people, yes, but it helps you stay committed to your health and making that a priority. I know for me, I just had to tell everybody, and I still tell everybody every single day, like I quit sugar. Because I get text messages, I get phone calls, hey, you want to go get this or that, or or there's treats here and there, and, and there's things going on. I just tell people straight up right away, that sounds amazing, I don't eat sugar anymore. And here's the thing, in other people's mind, that might make me a bad friend, right? Because friends like to jump in the car together and go get a soda. Friends like to jump in the car together and go get a cookie from Batch Cookie or Crumble or wherever you're eating stuff. Friends like to jump in the car and go get ice cream because that's how we bond. That is what we do. We eat sugar and junk food together. So it's awkward maybe for one friend to pick up another friend in their car to go get a soda and the one friend isn't doing any of that anymore and just the one friend's drinking the soda because there's a lot of thoughts going on in the brain like I shouldn't be drinking the soda she's judging me she thinks she's better than me she's you know it's it's all this brain chatter that goes on and then meanwhile you know if it's me not drinking the soda and it's not me I'm thinking oh no this friend 
can't feel like she can bond with me anymore the way we did. Like she's, she's feeling tense because she has all these thoughts and she can't like really loosen up and be herself now. So can you hear the mind chatter that just happens in these scenarios when you are the one who decides to get healthy. So for the longest time, you know, I didn't have those healthy habits because I wanted to please other people. That's something I had to really do some coaching on myself about like, why do I, why do I want to please other people and eat their treats and, and food when that's not serving my body or getting me to my goals? Like people would drop off treats or they're coming to my home and this and that. And I, they'd want me to try it right in front of them. And I just tell people now, I'm like, you know what? Thank you so much for this treat. I'm sure my family will enjoy this. I'm not going to have it. I quit sugar. I had to quit sugar. It was becoming an addiction and it was becoming a problem for me. And uh, for the most part, I think people are like taken aback at first, but then they understand. And, you know, they might say something like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or, man, I wish I had the willpower. That's awesome. You know, they might say something like that. But you got to establish that support system and you have to put it out there and let people let people have their thoughts and opinions about it. But let people know what you're doing. When others are aware of the lifestyle that you are leading, they're going to likely align themselves with you or be considerate of your healthy efforts. We're going to welcome in the new year also by focusing on one healthy habit this year. And I would say to focus on healthy sleep. Because sleep is essential to maintaining physical health, brain function, and emotional well-being. How you feel when you are awake is often due to the quality of sleep you had the night before or days prior. Your body uses sleep to replenish nutrients, refresh your body, and process information. Clocking the correct hours of sleep each night is essential to success on whatever plan you're following. So if you're curious about some best practices for ensuring a solid night of sleep, consider this tip and please share this tip with uh, your children. If they're listening, they can jump into these tips as well. Adhere to a sleep schedule. So following a sleep schedule helps the body find its natural rhythm and settle into a regular cycle, making it easier to fall asleep and wake up. In contrast, an irregular sleep schedule can cause irritability, drowsiness, and mood swings. Don't forget that weekends apply too, as your body may have a difficult time adjusting if your weekend schedule is drastically different from your weekday routine. The next tip on getting a good night's sleep is to avoid caffeine. Now, as a health coach, I don't recommend you drink caffeine at all. So if you're drinking three cups of coffee a day, Take it down to three half cups, then to three eighth cups, then to two eighth cups, then one eighth cup. And that's how you wean yourself off of coffee, off of caffeine within like a week or two without having the suffering. Because if you try to get it out of your system altogether, there's going to be some suffering and screaming (laughs) if you've ever tried to do that. But I don't recommend you do it because caffeine has this um, crisis hit in the body like it's it's it spikes our hormones in this way that it's kind of this fight or flight this crisis hit the body that's going to raise our blood sugar level just by that and so you know it's i i recommend just getting rid of coffee and caffeine completely out of your life altogether because it's just one of those stimulants that promotes alertness and you can get that from eating a nutrient-dense diet 
And there's lots of other ways I can tell you. Just reach out to me. Relax before bedtime. So take a bath or listen to soothing music to activate relaxation and prepare your body for sleep. Avoid all electronics, including texting and using the computer an hour or so before bedtime. Falling asleep with the TV on is also an unhealthy habit. Create an optimal sleep environment. Your bedroom should be dark, quiet, and at a moderate cooler temperature, 63 to 67 degrees preferably. If you live in a city with loud traffic or in the country with buzzing bugs, try using a white noise machine to mask out some noises to enhance the relaxation. I always have um, a fan, like a box fan going, and that signals to my brain, it is time to sleep. It puts me right into relaxation, actually. Once that fan goes on, I am out like a light because I've trained my body to do that. So also I would say here to clean up your bedroom. If it's a mess and there's piles of stuff everywhere, that energy from that stuff just does not promote relaxation. So clean it up. All right, if you still feel tired during the day or you don't wake up refreshed using these tips, reach out to me and I'll see if I can't uh, help you. But I would highly recommend that you apply for my coaching, whether it's weight loss coaching you want and that's it, you just wanna lose weight, awesome. Um, Whether you want to lose weight and have a life coach, like a deeper commitment, just like a three-month commitment and you'd be coaching with me each and every week doing some deep life coaching sessions um, and, and exercise programs together. And we'd also be kind of putting a customized nutrition plan together for you. Then that would be the perfect program. It's called Destination Perfect Health. And your destination is to get to your perfect health. So you can apply for that. I will include a link in the show notes for that one-on-one coaching program, that three-month container. Think of it as therapy, nutrition, and exercise all in one. So getting you there step-by-step to your perfect health. Now, before we close the show today, I'd like to share a recipe with you, slow cooker chicken and dumplings. This will serve four people total time it'll take is about 30 minutes. You're going to need a pound and a half of a boneless, skinless, organic chicken breasts, two cups of homemade bone broth or chicken stock, three-fourths teaspoon of salt, use a Himalayan salt or a Celtic salt, one and a half cups of button mushrooms. You can cut those into quarters, a cup and a half of asparagus cut into one-inch pieces, a fourth cup of some cream cheese, three cups of cauliflowered rice, and one large pastured egg. Directions. To prepare those dumplings, you're gonna preheat the oven to 400 degrees Fahrenheit, spread the rice cauliflower on the baking sheet lined with parchment paper, and bake it for 20 minutes until it's golden brown. Stir that occasionally. When that's done, just remove that from the oven and allow it to cool. And keep the oven on at 400 degrees and set the baking sheet lined with parchment paper aside for later use. Now in a kitchen towel or perhaps a nut bag, I have a nut bag, you squeeze the cauliflower to remove any excess moisture. Mix this together. Um, Mix together the squeezed cauliflower with the egg and the salt. 
and then shape that cauliflower mixture into eight little dumplings and place them back on the baking sheet. Bake them for five minutes. To prepare the chicken stew, you're gonna combine the chicken, chicken stock, and a half teaspoon of salt in a pot with a tight closing lid. I like to use a cast iron uh, ceramic pot. Those are the heavy duty ones with the lids. You bring that to a boil and simmer gently for about 20 minutes until the chicken is tender. Remove the chicken from the stock and set it aside. Then go ahead and add the mushrooms, asparagus, and cream cheese to the stock and bring it to a boil and simmer that gently for eight minutes, stirring occasionally. Pull the chicken into bite-sized pieces and return that to the sauce and you can heat that through. And then to serve this, you place two dumplings into each bowl and top with an equal amount of stew, about one and a half to two cups per bowl. And there you go. You have a delicious, healthy meal, about 300 calories, 43 grams of protein, 10 grams of carbohydrate, and 10 grams of fat per serving, okay? That's not bad, that's pretty amazing. So go back, listen to that, write it down, and go make this amazing slow cooker chicken and dumplings stew. And tell me what you think. And when I say slow cooker, it's not like a slow cooker, right? We're using like a pan, a big old cast iron pot with a lid. Total time's only 30 minutes. Yeah, doable for sure. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for me for this week coming into the new year. Some really great tips for you here on getting good sleep and also customizing your environment for just the best success of your life, getting that environment conducive to a healthy lifestyle is what we're trying to do. Have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you are going to love working with me one-on-one as a coach. Whether you want to lose weight or perhaps you need a deeper, more intimate coaching program, such as my Destination Perfect Health Program, where I'm going to work with you one-on-one, deep dive into life coaching and nutrition. Whatever it is you're looking for, weight loss, life coaching, I've got your back. I've got something for you. So don't hesitate to reach out to me, check show notes for links, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm.